I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Hey, today on Exploring the Prophetic, Jennifer LeClaire is here. Hello, welcome. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Now, I think it's so cool that how I came into your your world, you actually brought me into your world through um, doing an interview for Charisma Magazine for me, and I thought you did such a good job, and you've been bringing a lot of people to Charisma that are, are just a different stream than maybe they had before, like you've been responsible for, I think exposing a whole part of the charismatic Pentecostal movement to some of my favorite people. And I so appreciate that about you. Oh, you know what? It's, it's my joy and my honor to, to connect. You know, I, I feel like I need to be a bridge builder. And there's so much from the different generations that, you know, we can learn. And I just felt like our generation, I think you and I are about the same age, you know, we needed more of those fresh, younger voices and it, the readers just love it. Absolutely. I, I we've had so much feedback on our, uh, on ours, but also on like Bill Johnson's and on uh, just several like Sean Foyt's. I think you brought Sean Foyt in. Just so many of the covers that you are responsible cover stories you're responsible for. Like I hear from people about them, and now because of you, I'm now doing this podcast. I'm now involved in the charisma world, and so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Well, it's interesting because you and I, you're a writer and I'm a writer and you've written a lot of stuff and it's so valuable. I feel you're such an activator and equipper in the prophetic and more recently, and no matter when you're hearing this podcast, it's still recent for you, <laughs> but you wrote a devotional and it, and you asked me to write the forward and it was so inspiring to me that my wife and I have been going through it. And it's like, I, I've done devotionals maybe every five to seven years, I'll do a devotional, like, so maybe six in total. I don't know. Since uh, since I was a teenager, I've done and and this particular devotional, I literally was I'd read and read and then I tell my wife while I was reading it to write the forward, honey, listen to this point, honey, listen to this. And so I was <laughs> I was a fanboy, like a huge fanboy for the devotional. But I want to start off our interview just reading your prophecy because I sometimes when people hear prophecy, it can hit them like super generic. They don't know how to be present with it. But I want to encourage you as listeners, I, I should let you read it, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to hear Jennifer's prophecy. And Jen, uh, if you can respond to it right after I read it, just whatever you want to say about it. And then we'll go into the, more of the interview. But I want this to set people's expectation right now. So this is what you say or what the Lord's told you. I am marking you with my glory. I'm changing you from the inside out. It's time to embark in a new season of chasing me. You'll be more effective. Yes, God. You'll be more efficient. Praise the Lord. You will do more with less. You can't see it. It's hard for you to believe it, but I am the author of it. Take limits off take lids off. I'm opening new doors for you. It's not just about favor. I'm shifting you from favor to open heavens. You will not strive, but you will not lack. I have gone before you to make a way for you. The divine connections are right around the corner. They're just ahead. You will see them and know them. I am indeed giving you double for your trouble. Praise the Lord. I will put in your hands as much as you can believe for. How much can you believe me for? Dream again. Dream big dreams. Dream wild dreams. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Yeah. I, I'll never forget sitting in my prayer closet, just worshiping the Lord when he interrupted me 
to bring me those words. And, and I put my faith on it. I said, you know what? I noticed areas of my life where I was limiting God. And I, I think we all have areas of our life where we're limiting it. We have a limited belief system. We, we have a fear or, or a doubt, or we just don't see ourselves completely as he sees us yet. And so I just began to, to go for it, just to, to press into that word and just to, to chase after God, the God of my dreams. And I saw incredible things happen uh, in, in the midst of that. I mean, incredible opportunities, incredible divine connections, new relationships. I mean, everything in the word came to pass in my life. And the thing is, this is not just for me. This is a word for the body of Christ. I feel so many people just need permission to dream again. Well, and here's what I loved about it because you actually go into your very, very vulnerable story of just your life and how God's taking you in a, a seasons of dreaming big. And it didn't start out like you're dreaming big from this place of Christian maturity that you're at. I mean, you were dreaming big. You share like very vulnerably in the book about being in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about like, even just kind of some of your background story. Tell us about like what happened. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I got married at a very, uh, uh, in my mid-20s, and my husband had sort of a midlife crisis at age 30, and he took off uh, to Latin America and left behind myself and my then two-year-old daughter. Uh, so this was like, this rocked my world. Wow. I didn't see it coming. Never would have thought it in a million years. And then suddenly, I was falsely accused of a crime that I didn't commit. I was thrown in jail. They wanted to put me in prison for five years. And so wow. I'm wrestling with this. I'm like, what in the world? I mean, how much lower can I go? But then the traveling evangelist came through the jail. And I, and I wasn't saved. If you'd have asked me, do you believe in Jesus? I would have said yes, but I wasn't living for the Lord. And I just gave it up. I said, Lord, my dreams have come crashing down. I lost my husband. I lost my house. I lost my car. I lost my dog. I lost everything. And I was about to lose my freedom. And I just, I, I surrendered to the Lord. And he began to give me his dreams. And he told me something uh, immediately. He began to, to prophesy to me. The Lord said, you'll be out on the 40th day. And it was impossible by not, by normal standards because the judge was on vacation. They had already denied me bail three times. They were dead set on putting me away. But on the 40th day, lo and behold, I didn't even have to stand before a judge. The magistrate ruled it a gross error of judgment, a gross yes. injustice. And they set me free. And that's when my dreams with God began. That's awesome. I mean, like now you're a single mom. You get out of jail. I'm sure it wasn't like, yeah, I'm out of jail. But I mean, there had to have been that also that moment of like, what do I do now? Brand new Christian. Like, what was that like? Yeah, it, it was because I had spent every penny that I had on a defense attorney. Uh, I had uh, walked through this during what many will remember as the dot-com bubble crashing. So mm. I lost my business. So I got out of jail and I was free, but I had nothing. So I had to just let God rebuild my life. And I had to do it God's way. I, I had tried it my way. I knew that it wasn't going to work. And I just began to follow his principles. I began to follow uh, you know, what, what the word said about tithing and giving and, and all of these sorts of things. And and now today, you know, I've got five properties that are debt-free. I've got, wow. uh, I just moved into a brand new loft in, 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 a, in an urban city. Uh, you you know, I, I, I mean, I became the first female editor of the largest Christian magazine in the world. I, I never, ever, ever could have dreamed what God had in mind for me. And here's what I love. You know, like a lot of psychologists, they go into psychology because they had to work through some stuff. Or, you know, there's like different career paths. Well, with a prophetic, part of the reason why I think you're such a great activator, trainer, equipper is because you've had to work through believing for God to break through on huge levels. And what I love about it is a lot of people get stalled up 
in the middle of the process. And, and it sounds like from the time God really spoke to you in jail to the time you were out to completely free until now, there's been this, I love your book, Dream Wild, because there's been this dreaming process with God. So you start out our interview saying, I actually, you know, a lot of us, you know, have belief systems or things we're not believing for. And yet I hear kind of the end product of the today. And I know this isn't your end product in life, but just your end product today. And I'm like, this is phenomenal. This is like, this is why we need to hear from God because it gives us much greater options than we would have if we hadn't had that relationship with them and a connection to them. And so I just, I love the story. I love how, how you've, you've taken us there, but tell us about like, how has, you know, we're exploring the prophetic. So how has the prophetic in the current state, we hear a little bit of your backstory and your current day affected you and how just your own relationship with God. Well, you know, I, I, many people know this. I get up every morning, almost every morning at 4am to pray. And it's because my life is so busy. <laughs> I'd like to say it's fruitful, but it's so busy that if I don't get with him early in the morning, then I, I don't get with him. And then I dry up because we have to abide in the vine. But the Lord speaks to me daily. You know, the Bible says that that man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I believe God is speaking more than most of us are hearing and Absolutely. even more than I'm hearing. But, you know, I just, I wait for that still small voice every day. I don't make decisions uh, if I don't have a word of the Lord. I don't make moves if I don't have a word of the Lord. You know, many people in our society today, they want an answer now. They want pressure. They want to pressure you like a used car salesman. They want to know, <laughs> can you do this? Can you do that? I have just learned by experience that if I don't have that 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 word of the Lord, if I don't, even on smaller things, if I don't have an unction from the Holy Spirit, if I don't have that green light, I just don't move. And that's very practical. I, I mean, in ministry, even like, I know that you're, you're the same way. I pray about where I go when I travel. Yeah. I, I pray about who I can with because there's a divine appointment to be had and so you know just on the level of fellowshipping with the holy spirit and 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 allowing him to lead us and guide us in our personal lives i think that's one of my key messages uh, to the body of Christ is he wants to lead you. And, and and sometimes even despite ourselves, I mean, I'm not perfect. I don't hit it 100%. Sometimes I'll make a, a mistake, but he's got this divine GPS system. And if I'll just recalibrate my ear to his heart, he'll reorder my steps. I love that. And you actually release uh, a podcast. Is it still daily? It is. And so daily you share what comes out of that fruitful place of hearing from God. And I've listened to those. It's, you know, there's only a couple of people in the body of Christ who are, or giving those kinds of indicators. I know uh, one of my friends, I don't know if you know, Doug Addison, but he releases just like a, a simple word every day. And it blows me away. Cause you know, a lot of people will call it like fortune cookie prophecy. And I'm like, no, actually, if you can align your faith with a rainbow word, I mean, it could, maybe not everyone's for you, but if you can align your faith with a rainbow word, what can change for you in that day where you take that to be a booster shot to your own relationship time with God, man, it changes everything. So I've listened to you. I mean, you'll call in from your phone. You'll like, whatever you need to do to get that podcast out, I'll listen to it every once in a while. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm so glad I heard this. You know, it's so good. But you know, part of what you and I both do is we, we, we activate and train and and equip people in, in what the prophetic should look like in life. But you've also, you've given some pretty risky words and I want to hear a story about like one of the riskiest words you've ever given. Yeah, I have given <laughs> some risky ones. You know, it was uh, the, the last election season, you know, that was really something I didn't want to 
touch it. I don't want to be near you. Had everybody, <laughs> this one prophesied Hillary's going to win. This one prophesied Obama's going to oh, win. This yeah. one prophesied, you know, whoever. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this was, uh, this was, was something I didn't want to be involved in. I didn't want to get into the political and, and prophetic. But on the day of the election, I woke up four o'clock as normal and I'm praying. And I heard the Lord say something as clear as a bell, just as clear as I'd ever heard him say anything. Today, a kingdom will be toppled. And then he began to expound to me about intercessors and how different intercessors had right motives, different intercessors had wrong motives. And he was very clearly saying that Trump would be elected president of the United States. So I prayed on that. I said, Lord, I'm, you know, thanks for the heads up. Hallelujah. And he's like, no, I want you to release this. I'm like, uh... <laughs> Everybody, there's enough people. I don't need, and, and 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 so I ran it by a few people I really trusted. I think that's one key to really. Yeah. If you've got something risky, something that's going to be very controversial, I think wisdom is, you know, get it judged. Why? Because this was one of those kind of words, Sean. That that w- that could have like really set my ministry back. And I don't want to do anything out of my own thoughts or my own feelings that's going to hurt what God is trying to say to the body of Christ. So it was risky. I was sweating it. I knew I'd heard from the Lord, but I'm like, you know, there's always this like, uh, anybody can miss it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I go to bed, I get, I go to bed at eight o'clock every night. And I'm like, I wanted it cause I get to get up at four. So I wanted to stay and wait and see if Trump won. I fell asleep. I would wake up. I check the news. He was losing two o'clock in the morning. He's losing. I'm like, oh my goodness. I woke up the next morning and almost the entire map of the United States was red. And so, you know, <laughs> this is not about me being for or against Trump. This was just me releasing the word Lord. Yeah. I think that's probably the riskiest one ever. That would be in it. And it's at the last minute too, which means there's in, in some ways it's more at stake because you're in the, you're in the emotion of the moment of like, okay, God, I'm releasing this. And probably we don't know how much influence we have. Cause I remember in Korea, South Korea, there was a, a man running for president. And I felt like the Lord said, this man's going to win. I want you to go meet with them. And so a friend of his got us a meeting together. He was the, uh, had been the mayor of Seoul at one point. And he was presently, I remember meeting with them and we sat there and talked and I felt like the Lord said, tell him this. And it was actually really risky to like talk to him about like some, some, some very moral issues that were in his life and stuff. And like, I actually basically told him publicly repent. And if you do, the church will believe in you and you'll win the election. And here's what you need to repent of. And it was private stuff. And he's wow. looking at me like, I don't know what to do with this word, but I told him some other stuff that was so glorious and awesome for him that he, he's like, I want that. But to get that, there was a qualifier, you know, that he had to come clean. So he did it. And during that time, he asked me to come back over and I went to some of the churches and I basically said like David Young, he chose church in different churches and said, Hey guys, this is what this man, Mr. Lee, who has not been a perfect man is willing to do in his relationship with God, because this is what God wants to do through the presidency. You know, like, like, will you go? And the problem was people, number one was people thought I had sentimentality for him. Like, I just wanted him to win. And I'm like, no, no, no. I just have a word. <laughs> like, I, yeah, don't, exactly. I don't even know him or your politics. But then the, <laughs> the second thing, though, it really did move people's hearts, Christians hearts in the spur of the moment, especially at the end, the last week to vote for him. And he won. It was crazy that he won because he was the underdog and he won. And I think of that for you with that morning, because I remember that morning and I remember you releasing the word and you wouldn't know that I knew that, but I mean, it was just, it was just, I was like, wow, she's really going for it. Wow. And I just thought of all the people who are connected to you and how God gave them the grace to maybe cause them to pray differently or align their faith differently for Trump just in that one moment. And there was enough real voices. There was all kinds of voices that had agenda, in it, but there was enough voices that were just trying to represent. This is what the father is saying to me that I wonder how many prophetic voices, if there was any tipping point, which I believe there was, and just these voices coming forth and saying, this isn't just 
opinion. This is like God wants something in our generation. A kingdom is toppling. That means something is being removed that needs to be removed. And I just think that gave a lot of people faith. I think it did. I mean, the tremendous, the, the feedback was tremendous. Some of the largest ministries in the world actually emailed me and said, thank you for saying that. And I was, it was very humbling. Uh, it was a little bit scary. I knew I'd, like I said, I knew I'd heard from the Lord, but you know, faith is a risk and you know, you can know you heard from the Lord all day, but until you open your mouth and say it, you're not allowing anybody else to put their faith on a thing. So, you know, again, it's not about who I like to win or who I didn't like to win. It was about being obedient. And I think in the prophetic, uh, you know, we have to be those who are, eradicating our hearts from the fear of man. Yeah, we have to absolutely. be seeking that hundredfold obedience to, to the Lord. So yeah, those are hard moments, but uh, but they're worth it when you look back. Absolutely. I have one more question for you. I know we're running out of time here, but uh, you you work on so many different projects. Like you tell us like some of the stuff you're working on and then tell us one story that's current as far as something that God, like I feel like God's doing moving in you right now and that you're a signpost to people. So tell us something that he's moving on right now that you're excited about. Wow. You know, I, I, what, one of the things I'm most excited about is the Awakening Blaze prayer movement. We have a lot of prayer movements. You're familiar, you know, IHOP and the rest, uh, Lou Engel. I'm in relationship with all these people as you are. Uh, but the Lord put on my heart uh, last, uh, last year to launch a Book of Acts style prayer movement wow. that would establish beachheads in the nation of, nations of the world for people to come together and pray and take the land, see the land healed. That's so awesome. on Pentecost Sunday, we launched that and, and we've got, I don't know, 50, 60 that are very active across the nation, uh, across the nations of the earth so far. And I, I just feel, you know, in 2012, the Lord told me to make prayer my life's work. Wow. And so I do prophetic, I do speaking, I write about a lot of things. But that prayer is his heartbeat. And, and that's one of the things I'm most excited about is, is bringing the church, um, and a lot of people are doing this, but we need all the prayer movements we can get. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. As of today, we need even more. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. I, I so appreciate Oh, I so appreciate that. Well, tell us how to get a hold of you. Yes, you can find me on my website, jenniferleclair.org. I do the morning prayer calls on Facebook, facebook.com slash facebook.com slash jenniferleclair. Awesome. And I want to encourage everybody to get the Dream Wild devotional, which my wife and I are absolutely loving. No kidding. This she didn't she wouldn't be on the show to promote a book, but that book is amazing. You guys need to get it. And she also has a lot of other books. So Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us online at www.bowlesministries.com. We have exciting resources, e-courses, books, even children's materials to help you grow in the prophetic and go on a continuing journey of hearing God's voice. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate and tell all your friends. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together. 